Welcome to Pop Yak, where we yak about pop culture. I'm your host, TJ, and it's time to yak about cyberpunk edgerunners. This show popped up on my Twitter, and I was, like, blown away by the animation. And I was like, I have to watch this. Also, it was cyberpunk. I'm really into cyberpunk, like, the genre. I really, really enjoyed the Blade Runner movies, for instance. So I was really excited for the cyberpunk game back when it was about to release. So when it came out, we bought it, me and my husband, and it turned out to not be as good as... I was hoping it would be. I mean, I still have it. I might dip back into it. The updates apparently fixed a lot of things and it's playable now. I just had a hard time following along with the story as it was straight up out the gate. This anime does not have that problem. It's done by Studio Trigger, which is like, well, yes, of course I'm going to watch this. You just have to say the word Studio Trigger and I am there with bells on. The animation is so good, so crisp. Like, every time they do anything, I'm like, did you see that shit right there? How fluid that was? Like, there's a scene where he, like, jumps down into the garbage, and the garbage just looks so good. Like, it's garbage, but it looks really good. The fighting in this show looks insane. Just little things, like jumping around on the surface of the moon in in a hologram is just super fun and cool. There's also lots of fun gags in the backgrounds of shots that you're just like... Is that person getting masturbated by a machine in the background of this of this shot? Why, yes. Yes, they are. It's immediately a living world. Way better than the game promised. Which is what the game did promise. Like, oh, you'll be released into a living world of Night City. I feel like instead of the game, can we just redo the cyberpunk stuff, but only as animation? We don't need a game. I, that's fine. I don't need to play it. This is much better experience. Moving past the animation, which you, you get it. It's fucking amazing. The whole time I was watching the show, I was like, imagine if this story was the game. Because the game itself, I think, gives you multiple ways to start your adventure. Because I was lost. I started off as a corpo. And I was lost. Here, though, we start off living in the slums of Night City. There's a poor kid who has a tough time with money, but not a tough time with style. This dude knows how to dress. He goes to a really good school, which I don't even know why you need to physically be at a school place to go get learning because we just figured out that the future will be learning from home and getting all of our learning interfaces from screens inside of our houses. But I don't think that's how the world is built in the cyberpunk universe that's in the tabletop game that this is all based on. We find out that there is kung fu wear and we see it expertly take apart our main character everything sucks for him you have that part of the story where everything immediately sucks and you watch the character dig himself out from underneath all of the crap his mom dies they give the main character her remains in a vending machine which was like ooh. you just realize that the commercialization and the monetization of everything has gone off the rails and i'm super terrified of like please don't get any ideas about this because we're already seeing dystopian ideas like heated seats on a subscription so i can absolutely see oh you have a laundry you have a laundry subscription and all these subscriptions that nickel and dime you so that you think you're getting a good deal because it's only nine dollars and then you add up nine dollars times like 200 of these services and you realize oh my god i can't afford to survive the world's only made for the rich to get richer and it's like oh man this is great hits a little too close to home and is very scary But that's cyberpunk, right? It's supposed to be a warning for us to not go down that path. But it seems now to be giving people ideas. So I'm a little nervous about what cyberpunk uh, will do with its monetization ideas. What actual companies will take from the game 
if you don't have a certain type of insurance, we just won't pick you up and take you to the hospital. We'll leave you there to bleed out. We won't even bill you. You got to pay us up front. Things are, things are rough in the cyberpunk future. But you get to implant stuff into your body, which makes things less terrible. Virtual reality, for instance, is way cool. You could put on a headset and go to the damn moon if you want. I'm sure that program is expensive. And the electricity to run it is probably on a subscription that's incredibly expensive. And the headset, I'm sure, because they're expensive now, I'm sure they don't stop being expensive. I think that that's what's going to happen in the future, is that VR is just going to keep being expensive, and only the people who can pay for it can get the coolest technology. Because I think the VR technology is probably going to do very well. I just don't think it's going to be accessible for regular people for a little bit. Our main character says, fuck it, the world is too hard, I'm tired of getting fucked, it's time for me to do the fucking. And he goes and decides to use this implant that he stole on himself. He gets a ripper doc to put this in him. The procedure is brutal. He gets no anesthetic. He just gets a bar to bite down on. You gotta pay for the anesthetic, bro. It's kind of like getting your elbow tattooed. If you can stand the pain, you're you're a real one. The OP of this show is done by Franz Ferdinand. When I saw Franz Ferdinand pop up on the screen, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I've never seen an anime with like a western pop artist as the opening artist before like i've seen those dragon ball movies that have like corn on them and system of a down playing in the background but i've never seen an anime opening done like by a western band if it's been done before definitely tell me i would love to check that out this really badass implant he gets in allows him to have like super speed it looks like and it's also like a military implant serious and dangerous people want this he teams up with this i want to call her a manic pixie dream girl that he finds she's like teaching him how to steal which he loves because he owes rent and i'm sure he has to pay his laundry subscription her name is lucy she actually does give a shit of a little bit of a shit about him because she does go and get him back to a ripper doc to get some meds so that he's not getting his brain scrambled for a little bit and turning turned into a cyber psycho which i relate to lucy a lot like she wants to go to space because she's like hey it's better than here we see spaceships taking off and i'm assuming that's like taking you know people who can afford it to a better place if anything like if it's anything like cowboy bebop you're just going from one slum to the other slum just on another planet being taken advantage of by rich people again lucy ends up setting this dude up because when he gets out of the virtual reality simulation where they visit the moon which which was wonderful and fancy free and i was so enamored with that sequence i don't know i just don't know what to do with myself that's how much i loved it i just was like Oh, I wish I could be them. I wish I could experience this virtual reality simulation that's that realistic. Not right now where I can like, like, I don't want to pick the avatar of like Ryu from Street Fighter and like go to a really shitty 3D representation of the moon in like PlayStation 2 graphics. Like that's not what I want to do with virtual reality. (laughs) I want to do what they were doing. I can't wait until we reach that pinnacle of technology. But it's like at that point, based on how everything's going, especially in this world of cyberpunk, Could people like you and me afford it? Probably not. I think it's like a Ready Player One situation where like people like you and me can afford it, but it's kind of prohibitive the same way that PC gaming is prohibitive, that you can afford it. It's just really, it's a really expensive hobby. And that's as close as you're going to get to having any joy in your life (laughs) because you're going to wake up and grind yourself to the bone doing your menial job where you don't see any growth unless you're a corpo and everything is an ad. I got really excited that we started putting microchips in people's heads and then my husband had to like make me crash down to earth and was like, hey, you know, they're just gonna like 
make you have ads in your dreams. I can't have shit. I can't wait to watch more of this show. Like, those are my thoughts on the first two episodes of this show and I, and the eki, the socioeconomic future that we are doomed to inherit. Apparent sad and terrifying future that we look like we're heading to. This anime definitely doesn't give me any warm and fuzzy feelings like Skate does. Skate the Infinity made me realize that I love anime. Like, not, I don't just like anime. Like, no, I love anime. I love how, I love what it can be. Cyberpunk? doesn't fill me with hope it definitely makes me drool at the animation at the storytelling but oh boy is it terrifying and it shakes me to my very core the nature of the predatory monetization just scares the shit out of me but damn it's pretty and i can't wait to watch the next few episodes definitely subscribe to my podcast it costs you nothing unlike the everything in night city